0: And welcome to Empowering Your Destiny with Dr. Carol Ann Abbott. This week's message is on the fragrance of the Lord. Have you ever wondered what is the fragrance of the Lord? Well, you're about to find out. Stay tuned. Hello. Praise God. Well, so glad to be with you today. Um... Today, the Lord has put on my heart to share with you uh, my personal experience and studies with the fragrance of the Lord. So, I think many of you have probably heard about the fragrance of the Lord, or maybe some of you haven't, and you've or you've wondered what is it and why is it called that, and you know what happens, <laughs> where does it come from? So, and and perhaps even what is the purpose of it? You know. So, I'm going to share with you um, some things today that I think are going to be really fascinating for you. Um, very interesting. I believe we need to get ready because God wants to release the fragrance of the Lord in this time that we're entering into. I think that some people have experienced it, but it's been kind of a, a rare uh, God encounter when you experience the fragrance of the Lord. Um well, I'll go ahead and share with you what happened to me first. Um, so you're probably about, I don't know, 25 or 30 years ago. Um, my my father uh, was married um, to my stepmom. And she had a battle with cancer for about two years. And I had gotten out to where he was in Colorado about a week before she passed. And um, the day after she went on to be with the Lord, we went to the church, and we were both kind of down, and um, it's a difficult time, you know, when you lose a loved one, and and you're grieving, and um, so we're in the church, and it's coming toward the end of the service, and all of a sudden, this fragrance just filled the church. It was more, it was not just a bouquet of flowers. It was not a flower smell it was actually a lot more complex than that but we looked at each other and and we're like oh my gosh do you smell that and and we knew that it was a fragrance of the Lord we had heard about it but to that point my father and I had never experienced it and so what it did was it was an encounter with the Lord that um in his presence that it really comforted us it gave us strength. It was like the Lord was telling us that he cared about what we were going through. And um it was a difficult time. I we had been um just reaching out trying to love on her, love each other. And there we found ourselves in the in the midst of this beautiful fragrance that we had never encountered before. So, um after that, I became very curious. So I would start to research, and I started writing a thesis um, on this encounter. And what the Lord has been sharing with me is that I really believe we are going to have encounters with this. So today, if you're listening, um, I believe that you will be set up to to be ready for this kind of an encounter with the Lord. Um, and you're going to know more about what it is and the purpose of it. So let me... Let me uh, begin to share some interesting things that I found. So first of all, we're going to go to John 12, verses 1 and 3, to the Gospel of John. So I'm going to read a few verses here for you. This kind of sets the time frame, um, which is also interesting. So six days before Passover, Jesus arrived at Bethany, where Lazarus lived whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was being given in Jesus' honor. Martha served, while Lazarus was among those reaching at the table with him. I'm sorry, reclining at the table. Forgive me if i <laughs> trying to read with one eye. Sometimes I miss a word or two. So Lazarus was reclining at the table with Jesus. And then in verse 3, Then Mary took out a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. Now there's more I could read and more interesting things we can comment on but I want to focus right here so let me kind of set the stage here so this is six days before Passover Lazarus has just recently been raised from the dead and what is Mary doing is this just a random act no it's not Martha is serving but Mary now she realized she just saw Jesus raise her brother Lazarus from the dead she knows that he is the son of God she knows that he is the Christ and she gets out this perfume to worship him this is an act of worship for Jesus but now this timeline is very close because Mary is worshiping him with this oil and anointing him and then in the scriptures it does say then when Jesus deals with those that are coming against her for doing this like she's wasted this instead of it being sold and given to the poor jesus said no she's done this to prepare me for my burial but there was another purpose there was another reason you see shortly after mary anoints jesus with this oil he goes into a great deal of suffering in agony, as he is betrayed by his friends, betrayed by Jew- Judas, judged, spit on, um, whipped with the with the nine with with the the cattails on his back, all the suffering he did. This fragrance, this oil, is still on him. He still smells the fragrance of this worship of Mary on his body do you see that so he is suffering but what is he smelling the fragrance of worship and love and it is bringing him comfort it is bringing him strength it is bringing him joy as this fragrance is reminding him of the worship of mary before he was going to his death so remember i told you how when we were sitting in the fragrance of the lord My dad and I felt this strength and this comfort and this love. Well, that's what Jesus felt after Mary had worshipped him with the fragrant oil. Okay, so then, let's go further. Then we go to where Jesus is buried. He's, He's died. He's in the tomb. And there was a tradition then, that kings or royalty, they would be buried when their bodies were wrapped in a heavy amount of um, different spices, um, frankincense in myrrh, and this Arabic uh, gum that would stick it all, adhesive all together, and then there was the, the linen cloth that was wrapped around the body. And it was going to be impossible to get this linen and this sticky gum off of somebody. If they, I mean, it's impossible to try to unwrap somebody. But Holy Spirit unwrapped Jesus at the time of re, of his resurrection. But the thing is, is that Jesus himself was wrapped in 75 pounds of spices and fragrant herbs and all of that. Three days, saturating saturating into his skin into his body until Holy Spirit unwrapped him, but you see, Jesus is still wearing the oil that Mary anointed him with. Jesus is still wearing that all those spices and fragrant herbs and everything that jo- Joseph of Arimathea and the others wrapped him in. When he was put in the tomb. Are you. just are see where I'm going with this. So. When you smell the fragrance of the Lord. It is. The fragrance of the Lord. That means he is in your presence. You're having an encounter. With Christ. With the risen Lord. Hence it's called. The fragrance of the Lord. It is on him still. Isn't that the coolest thing so it is a jesus encounter we are going to be having some jesus encounters would you all admit we're going through some difficult things in this world right now well jesus is ready the holy spirit is ready we are going to have these times when when we need strength and we need joy and he's going to come and you may not see him but you're going to smell the fragrance of all those things caked and and just absorbed into his skin, into his flesh, the same flesh that suffered for you and me. And the other interesting thing is, what if there are unbelievers? There are people with you when this happens. You're going to know now what it is. You're going to know what you're smelling. And it's going to be unexplainable. There will not be enough flowers or anything else in that room to justify what they are experiencing and the thing is it's going to be a testimony that the presence of the Lord is right there. I believe there's going to be salvations, there's going to be healings. There's going to be mighty miracles, even signs and wonders. The the fragrance itself is a wonder, you know? We are getting ready for an incredible time. So I want you to get excited about the fragrance of the Lord, but really what it is. It means that you're standing in his presence. You're standing in his presence. Amen. I'm just telling you, it is time to get ready. So let's go to another scripture. There is more that we want to talk about. Are you excited already? I am. Just sharing with you, I've got myself all excited again. Okay. So let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 12 through 16. So this is the apostle Paul speaking and he says, "Now, when I arrived at Troas to pe- to I'm sorry, to preach the good news, the gospel of Christ, A door of opportunity was opened for me in the Lord, yet my spirit could not rest there because I did not find my brother Titus there, so I took leave from them and departed for Macedonia. But thanks be to God, but in Christ, um, I'm sorry, but thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumph." And the Amplified says here, As trophies of Christ's victory, and through us spreads and makes evident the fragrance of the knowledge of God everywhere. Isn't that awesome? So it says, Christ's victory and through us, through us, okay, you and I, Sp- um, spreads and makes evident the fragrance of the knowledge of the lord i believe that when you're standing with people that have not believed that god exists and they're standing in the fragrance of the lord and you're going to tell them exactly what it is they're going to have knowledge that the lord exists amen amen you know this can happen in church it can happen when you're out at dinner this can happen anywhere what, what if there's a restaurant full of people and the fragrance of the Lord comes in and all of a sudden somebody starts to give a testimony right there and say, this is the Lord present with us right now, Amen. that he's here to strengthen you, to bring you joy, to comfort you. Verse 15 says, For we are the sweet fragrance of Christ, which exhales unto God. Discernible alike among those being saved and those who are perishing. So, in other words, even those that are not saved are going to be able to discern that this is the fragrance of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And then, verse 16 To the latter, it is an aroma wafted from death to death, a fatal odor, a smell of, of doom. To the former, it is an aroma from life to life, a vital fragrance, living and fresh. And who is qualified, fit, sufficient for these things? Who is able for such a ministry? So here we have Paul talk, speaking of the fragrance of the Lord. We are to actually to be able to release the fragrance of the Lord. The fragrance of God should be on us. Amen? Amen. You know, this world needs some flavor. Sometimes this world does stink. (laughs) and God wants His fragrance to come through us. That we are a sweet-smelling fragrance to Him. And then remembering that our worship is fragrant to the Lord. Just like Mary, when she worshipped the Lord with the oil and anointed Him, He was continually reminded through his suffering that worship brought him pleasure. It brought him strength. It brought him joy. Amen. Amen. It made his suffering perhaps a little bit more bearable, knowing that there was a worshiper that believed in him and what he was doing for her, giving his life so that she could come into eternity. And that there was many more like us that are worshipers today. So we need to continue to worship him, even in extravagant ways. And let him know that we love him. And that the price that he paid for our salvation is not in vain. Amen? That it's not wasted. I don't want Jesus to think that his death was wasted. That I did not do enough with my life. And that I did not lead enough other people to him. And told others about what he did. So if you've not given your life to Jesus. Right now I ask you to consider the fact that in these scriptures. It is documented even by four witnesses. Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. That Jesus actually was the son of God. He died for you. And he rose for you. That Father God sent him. He was he was a prophet, and he was a teacher, but not just a prophet, not just a teacher. Mm-hmm. But he was truly the Son of God, the Christ, the Messiah, the only Son of God, the mm-hmm. firstborn Son of God that came to earth to pay the price for us for the forgiveness of our sins and to have eternal life forever and ever in his presence in heaven. Amen. I wonder, I wonder what it smells like in heaven. I bet it's full of the fragrance of the Lord. (laughs) Praise God. Think about this. If you've not given your life to Jesus, you can do that now. Just repeat after me. Father God, I come to you today a sinner and I repent for my sins and I confess Jesus as the Son of God as my Savior, who died and rose again on the third day, resurrected so that I can live with you in heaven forevermore. So I claim Jesus as my Lord and Savior and I just encourage you to get in a church where the Bible is taught, where the truth of God is taught and to be committed and begin to learn how to be a disciple of Christ. But meanwhile... I want you to beware that when you begin to smell that fragrance of the Lord but we need to be living lives worthy that his presence could even be among us that that fragrance would be with us let us look at my other favorite scripture is Ephesians 5 Ephesians 5 1 and 2 Ephesians 5, 1 and 2 says, Therefore, be imitators of God. Copy Him and follow His example. As beloved children, imitate their Father and walk in love. In other words, esteeming and delighting in one another. As Christ loved us and gave Himself up for us, a slain offering and sacrifice to God for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. Praise God. So what is the Lord saying here? He says, His offering was a sweet fragrance unto, the, unto God when Christ died for us as a slain offering, sacrificed for, for you and I unto God. But what is the Lord saying he says, Be imitators. Be as well beloved children who imitate their Father. We're to imitate the Father, to imitate Christ, delighting in one another, so that we too can bear a sweet fragrance unto the Lord. Amen. So. As Christians, we need to smell like Jesus. We need to have that fragrance of the Lord upon us. And who knows? Maybe it's going to be a sustained thing. I don't know. I believe there's still more tricks and signs and wonders that God has not done that are going to be revealed in this coming revival in God's presence on the earth. So maybe we're just going to be walking in it where it's going to be a normal thing instead of just a... It, right now, it has been a very rare encounter that not everybody has experienced it. Um, but I believe that the Lord is getting ready to... And this is why I'm preaching on this today is to make you aware that this is one of the signs and wonders that God is going to be doing. Um, the other thing that happens... Um, in his fragrance is that you become revived. And I believe that God wants to revive his church. He wants to refresh us. So I, I'm I'm just really seeing that it, it's not going to be small numbers, that there can be large encounters, large numbers of people with a fragrance. It's going to be like a cloud just coming and hovering by the spirit over the people. Um, I believe it could also happen in worship encounters, Um, where people even in stadiums are worshiping him. And that fragrance is going to come upon the whole stadium. So the thing that the fragrance reminds me of is our love for Jesus and his love for us. And that out of his love for us, we love him. And because we love him, we need to love others. And right now, people just seem to be at odds with each other. And we, we need to begin to put down our flesh so that we can walk in love with one another. And love is, love is a sacrifice. Jesus, is, his sacrifice was an act of love. And sometimes our act of love can be not getting our own way or not arguing the point when we know or believe that we're right. It can be sacrificing our comfort or convenience for somebody else who really has a need. You know, sometimes you may have a want, but maybe somebody else really has a need. And maybe that need trumps that want. And so we need to be willing to sacrifice. And And what about even just a sacrifice for peace? Sometimes we just want our way, we want to be heard, so we get loud. Um, And that's not Jesus' way. Jesus walked in love. He taught us to also turn the other cheek, to walk in love with one another. So I just feel like the Lord is saying, like, take out a checklist. What are a few things that we can begin to do that maybe we haven't been doing that we can do to begin to walk out that love walk that he walked with us. You know, I love um Mother Teresa had a had a quote, she had a saying, do small things with great love. And I thought I just love that. I love that about doing you can do small things but do it with great love. So like for example, Let's say I'm relaxing, I'm really comfortable, I'm I'm watching TV with my husband, and he says, oh, you know, I, I just really don't feel like getting up. Would you get up and give me a glass of water? Well, I have a few choices. I can say no, get your own water. <laughs> that would not be love. I could get the water, but do it with an attitude. (laughs) How many of us, we try to do the right thing, but like, we're going to give them an attitude just to let them know this inconvenienced us or, you know, how many of you can do an attitude really well (laughs) or sarcasm, you know? We can give back any retort. I, I, you know, if that were really the scenario with my husband, I could say, um, well, it's not like I haven't served you all day already, but sure, I'll get you your glass of water. You know, we could say all kinds of things. Now, that's not done with great love, though. You see, if I was a loving wife and my husband asked that, I could say, yes, sweetheart. Yeah, I'll get that for you. Give me just a minute. Do small things. Would you say getting a glass of water for somebody is a small thing? Right. Okay. I feel like the Lord wants to speak to somebody about driving. What if you're driving and somebody cuts you off? Do you think letting them cut you off without flipping them off or without cussing at them? How about if you let them pass, do a small thing like letting somebody cut you off who probably has had a bad, who knows what people are going through, but not to do that. Sometimes it's just not doing the nasty thing, the attitude thing, is a way to do something with love. Amen? So I can tell I've all given you some things to think about. So think about what are just a couple of things that you can do to... And you know, I've thought about this before. What, what can we do to do things with love? Um, because when if I'm doing a good thing, but I do it with an attitude... Is it then negated? Does it even count as a good thing unto God? You know, there's a scripture that says our righteousness is like filthy rags. It's like sometimes I feel like, oh, I could have done that better, you know? So why don't we try to do things better with with more love applied to it and maybe less attitude, less sarcasm, and to do it unto the Lord. Remembering what he did for us can make it easier to do something nice for somebody else. You know? So let me pray for you today. Lord God, we just come before you. And Lord God, I thank you that if there's somebody out there today that has just given their life to you, Lord God, I just pray that even our information is is with this message that Contact us, let us know if you've just given your life to the Lord for the first time. If you need encouragement, let us know and we'll add you to our church prayer list. I just pray right now, Lord God, for encouragement. I feel like there's somebody that's, some that actually feel like they're dying. um, And others I know feel heaviness because they're going through situations of grief. I just send the Word to you right now, and I just pray for the comfort and even the fragrance of the Lord to come visit you where you're at right now. I just pray for healing, God's great grace, signs, wonders, and miracles to be launched in your direction in the midst of whatever you're going through right now, in the name of Jesus. You need to know that the Lord loves you, He's with you, He's walking with you, He is not He has not deserted you. the Lord loves you. And he wants you to know that right now. I just hear the name Patty. Patty, the Lord uh, loves you. And he says he knows that situation, even with those five children. The Lord says, I know what you're going through. And I'm with you. And strategies and success is coming, saith the Lord. Lord, I just pray for anybody right now that's going through things, for the success and strategies to unfold before them, that you would download them with the revelation of what they need to know. In Jesus' name. We love you and we look forward to being with you next week. Tune in.